You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Small Business Made Simple, where we take the complex theories and strategies and make them simple to understand and put into action. My name is Tim Kroll. I'm a coach, consultant, speaker, and your co-host for today, and I'm excited to jump into today's topic. Leadership is needed now more than ever. This is today's topic. I know we've kind of said that twice here, but I am with Alonzo. This is somebody that I've recently met and come to respect in a much deeper way. I, I'm actually proud at this point. I hope I can say this okay, Alonzo, that you're my friend, your fellow coach. Yes, sir. Um, but uh, at the same time, he is an entrepreneur. He's passionate about it. I am really excited to hear more about your story because I love some of the things that you bring out is just the creativity the problem solving, the solutions that you come up with. And I'm, man, I'm honored that you would take the time out of your day because I know you're busy. I know you've got a lot of things going on. So I really, truly appreciate that more than ever. But let's get started. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Tell us a little bit about how you came about, where you're at, um, just so we can be a little bit more familiar about some of the things that you're going to share to us as we talk about leadership. Tim, one, thank you for having me. And it's just been a pleasure to get to know you, sir. And, you know, you recommended that I check out Tony Dungy. And I have. <laughs> and I've been, I've been listening to the, to the uh, Quiet Strength. It's greatness. And when you said, you know, come on, let's talk about leadership. Man, that's one of my favorite topics. And I, I couldn't resist. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm excited. I know we got a lot to talk about. Leadership is broad. And, you know, it's not as sexy as it used to be, yep. you know, and now it's almost like it's like old school to talk about leadership. But, you know, old school to me is new school. And yep. this is something that's it's needed. And somehow we want to push this message out there for for the youth, for people that should yep. be doing it and people that have got shy about doing it and say, you know, it's alive and it needs to happen. And it's, it's, it's a breathing thing that can really change and turn things around because it all starts with leadership and it yep. falls on leadership, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, and you gave me goosebumps when you said about Tony Dungy. I, he, I, I shared with you on our, uh, like yes. in the green area, the green room, we uh, shared with you how much I admire him. I've read all of his books. I, he is my hero. He truly is. I, I look at, uh, so you're giving me goosebumps when we start talking about that and the quiet strength. Oh, great, great stuff. Great stuff. So, yes. yeah. So tell us a little bit about your life. Tell us a little bit about your journey, how, where you came from, how you arrived at where you're at now. Uh, maybe some of the challenges, maybe some of the lessons learned. Tell us a little bit about that part. Okay. Well, the one thing is that, you know, I, I am in a business that's the, the uh, residential and commercial cleaning business. How did I end up in that space? Um, not, a very, not a very exciting place to be, but you know, it's an interesting place to be. So I, I got into that because let's say um, my grandmother, my grandmother, she used to go and she used to clean houses mm -hmm. and she was just doing this as just a little small way to earn income. And she would go and she would do that for families. And this was in the South, in South Carolina. 
Then my mother, she started doing that as well. So she was cleaning houses and I would go with her at times and we would go to, to lawyer's house, to doctor's house, and I would really see how these people were living. I, I just remember this one vision of going, to, going into this one house where it was this family that actually had a pond inside of the home that had what? these big goldfishes inside of it. And I was just like, man, how do, you, how do you get this kind of money? How does people actually live at this level? So it, it, was, it was exciting and it was inspiring to me as well because it was that curiosity. You know, what is it that they have? What do they do? And that stuff got me excited. So later, you know, I would get a job into doing office cleaning myself and I got into the cleaning world and then I decided to start my own business with $200 you know, I went out and I got a vacuum, I got a mop, I got a bucket, got some rags, man. And we put this thing together and we took off. We took off and it's, it's been an interesting journey, I, I, I must say. I ventured, out, ventured into other things as well outside of the cleaning industry. Um, I got involved with real estate. I love real estate. Real estate, I wish I got into uh, sooner than later. It was, some, it was some fears that kept me out of it because it's like anything. You, you see people fail at it, and then you're like, I don't want to have that same failure. Yeah. But those things you have to look at and see how can I succeed uh, from their failures. And mm -hmm. that was something I wish I got into earlier. So I got into it a little later. You know, I'm involved now uh, still in the cleaning industry as being the chairman for an association that's called the Association of Residential Cleaning Services International. You know, also, I also do mentoring. And I also do coaching, as you know, Tim. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I just love being around entrepreneurs and business, man. I, I love helping people grow and develop. You know, that's my whole thing. I, I, I get excited when I actually can, can take, take what I have and what I've learned on my journey and I can help others and I can serve others because that is the most important thing about leadership is being a servant and being able to serve others. Absolutely. Man, you said some key elements, and I think these all apply. And I don't know if you even realized you were saying them because there's a lot of little great lessons in everything you just said. Number one that I heard was curiosity. Yes. That curiosity propelled you forward because as you looked at it, like, how can I accomplish it? It wasn't a looking at it from a perspective like I can never reach that. It was a now how can I actually get it? How can I yes. attain those things and that curiosity? Then you also said things about the fact that you allowed some fear to keep you back from real estate earlier and overcoming those fears. I'm sure that's a great story in and of itself. Uh, and then just the fact of being able to pass that mantle along and servant leadership and serving others, there's a lot of great stuff all packed into that. But as we move forward, like I said, we were looking at how, um, I guess let's just sum it up this way. You, like you said, we need leadership now more than ever. So yes, if we, we dive into the meat of this, what does that mean? How can we apply it? How can somebody, that doesn't think that they're a leader step up into a leadership role, even though they may not feel qualified or they may not feel like, yeah, I'm just not in a place. So let's, let's explore that a little bit. If that's cool with you. Sure. Absolutely. I, I think again, it's people's confidence, you know, having confidence and also understanding what leadership leadership is. What is it? Is it cool? Maybe people feel it's not cool or they had a bad experience from leadership because there is a lot of um, so-called bad leadership out there. And yeah. some people look at it as being more, um, more in the political way, or they look at it as being um, too diplomatic, or, or you're being in a position where it's just looked upon as not the right position to be in, because one, I wanna get along with people. 
You know, I, I don't, I don't want to rub people the wrong way. Or again, I want everybody to like me because let's think about it. We are in a time where people want to be liked. You want those Facebook likes, you want those thumbs up. And this yep. is the, this is where we're at nowadays. And if you say the wrong thing, then people are not going to like you or people are not going to support you or they're not going to think that you're cool or they don't want to be your friend anymore. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I always knew in leadership, you know, I got to be willing to say, the unpopular thing. I have to be willing to do the unpopular thing. But again, that is being, you know, being fearless. That is also having courage to say what needs to be said, when it needs to be said, how it needs to be said. And I, and I, and I think what we're also seeing right now, Tim, is actually even with parents. Parents with the children, because leadership to me starts in the home. That's where oh, it starts sure. at, you know. Charles Barkley said one time, you know, he was getting interviewed and, you know, Charles Barkley was a guy that did his own thing. He said what he wanted to say and he said it, you know, in ways that would even actually offend people. But Charles said, I am not a role model. Your parents need to be your role model. And parents have got out of this thing about being a role model. And now kids are looking up to people that are not in the position to be a role model. And they're following, following what these people are saying. They're, they're repeating what they're doing. And, and to me, that's where leadership is failing because parents, again, they want to be in a role to say, you know what? I want to be a friend to my child. I want to be my child's friend. But it is a job description of being a parent. If you don't know it, if you're a parent out there and you don't know, there is a job description there. And the one thing was being a parent, you have to lead. Your children are following you. Even if you don't know it, they're following you. They're watching what you're doing. They're listening to what you're saying. They're looking at how you're handling situations and things that you're being faced with. And that's why it's important to, to actually walk the talk. We have to watch how we're influencing our children. You know, and we're, and we're influencing them either in a positive way or a negative way, intentionally or unintentionally. We are. I didn't want to interrupt you because I love it. <laughs> I was like, that yeah. is it, man. Um, there's an ancient scripture that talks about this exact model. And it's way back, it's, it's in Deuteronomy. And it talks about we are supposed to raise our children and teach our children when we're sitting down to eat, when we stand up to go out, when we're doing our work on around a daily basis. That's how we teach our children. And I, I, I can't, I don't even know because this is one of my passions and I'm so thankful you brought this up because there is a lack of leadership and I believe 100% it starts at the home because if yes. you're not showing up at the home for your kids, that's where you got to start. Hands down. That's got to be the number it one is. thing that you do that 100%. And you may not have had a good example and I don't know if we can go down this road if we have enough time, but for example, there are, and I don't care what walk of life, you're going to have either a Father, fatherless situation where your dad wasn't present. You might have had an abusive situation. You might have had an uncle that stepped in and was your father figure. There's all kinds of scenarios, and it's it's not anything about race or where you lived. It could be affluent. It could be in the the hood. I mean, it could be anywhere. That's right. And yet we have this damage with so many of of the kids or the adults now, where they just don't know what it means to be the father or to be the leader in the home because it. Frankly, moms have stepped up and had to be the father at times too. They've had to be the leader. Right. And, I, and I have much appreciation and, and respect for them. So let's kind of unpack this if, if, if it's cool, because this is a passion of mine. I can tell obviously it's a passion of yours, but how should we be showing up for our kids? 
what if if you look at this and you're in the audience and you're like, man, I'm dedicating my business. I'm not really paying attention to my family. What would you say, Alonzo, is the first thing that you need to do to be able to start, let's say, writing the ship? Well, the one thing is this. I think, one, you need to create your identity. You know, mm. you need to know who you are. If you know who you are, then you can confidently, again, say what needs to be said. But you're saying what you need to say because it resonates from your values. And this is where people, again, don't have an identity because they don't have values or principles to go back and reference. So when I became a better leader, I had to create that foundation. That foundation is built off of the values. That's built off of the principle. So when there's a decision that has to be made, I go back to my values. I go back to my principles. So a lot of times, let's think about it, as being a parent, we don't know how to handle the teens. We don't know how to handle situations with our children. And so our children see that. They, they see that uncertainty there because there's not a certainty. They don't see the confidence in the decisions that you're making. They don't see the confidence in how you're handling, handling things the way they need to be handled. So again, I look at all situations and say, you know what? I'm gonna resort back to my values. My decisions are gonna be based off of those values. But again, when we look at the foundations, foundations need to be built off a of purpose too. Mm. You know, right now it's this big thing called passion. I'm passionate about this. I'm, oh, or just find your passion, follow your passion. What about your purpose? Where, where, what are you doing about your purpose? Where are you supposed to be doing in life? You know, because, you know, I was, it was so funny, Tim, that um, I got hit with this message. This was just last week. And it came to me, it says, are you seeking or are you searching? Mm. Seeking and searching may sound like the same thing. But in my life, I'm seeking to be the best that I can be. I'm seeking to represent the right things, the right character. Now, if I decide I want to search, now searching can be a person, place, or thing. And that's what we, 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 we see so many of us. We're out there searching for love. You know, we're searching <laughs> for the right people. But when we start to seek, it takes all of that out. Because purpose is based off of this. Purpose is not about, you know, a person, place, or thing, you know, because when you start to seek, that's infinite. That's infinite. But people are so caught up into searching. Man, so, I love that. I love that. that. That should be put in a tweet. It should be knocked out. I mean, like, are you seeking or are you searching? I, I love this principle of purpose. And I think it, and if it's okay, I want to unpack the purpose aspect of this because I think it's one of the most, one, one of the concepts, it's one of the things that is being misunderstood in today's society. Because yes. like you just said, this the seeking versus the searching. Uh, here's what I've experienced, and this is where I think the misunderstanding lies, is somebody will come to me and say, well, I got to find my purpose, but yet they define their purpose by an objective. Yes. <laughs> they are, they're defining their purpose if I have enough money that will fulfill my purpose. If I marry the right girl, that will create my purpose. If I, I'm going to fulfill it by this objective and I attain that. And um, I, I use this illustration, I, I, especially in sailing. They use the North Star as their guide. That doesn't mean you're ever going to reach the North Star. That's right. But that North Star becomes the guide, the foundation, the principle, or the purpose of how you're going to make decisions and whether you turn right, you turn left, you go straight, however that is, that's the North star that's constantly calling you towards that end, even though you never officially reach the North star. Oh, love it. 
Love it. And I love the seeking and the searching though, because if you're seeking the North star, instead of just searching for it, you have it, you know where you're going, you're seeking and you right you on. What you're looking for versus the searching back and forth across the globe. Man, I, if I apply those two things together, I'm like, oh, I'm getting goosebumps. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly where we're at. Here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. That's right, because again, we, we, can, we can keep this thing going and going, you know, when we're going to do this searching thing. And some people spend their whole lifetime doing this. Mm. And, that's, and that's where people, they, they lose their self. They lose mm. their self in all this searching, you know? And that's why I, I, I looked at this and I said, you know what? I got to seek. I have to seek, you know? And I'm not going to get caught up into this. And, you know, the biggest thing is what I see, um, you know, Tim, is consistency yeah. not happening. People are just not consistent. You know, one week I see you, you're one, you're one way. The next week, you're another way. I mean, what are you? Who are you? What are you about? What do you stand for? You know, I have to see in someone that, say that says that they're a leader, I have to see consistency. You know, I had this one boss before I went out to start my own business. You know, I was this um, gentleman that jumped out there at uh 22 years old and decided to start this business. But I had a boss and my boss before I went out, I just didn't see the consistency of him. I saw too much up and down, you know, and, and I saw how he could easily be affected by uh, circumstances and situations. So he wasn't, he wasn't a guy that had the inner strength that he needed, you know? And I remember walking into his office one day and he didn't have the answers. As business owners, we don't have the answers for everything. And we shouldn't try to pretend to think we know everything. But he had his, hand, he had his head down in his hands. And I, and I felt at that point, can I follow this? Because yeah. this, 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 guy, this guy evidently is lost. And that's why we have to be careful about how we're influencing others. Because people are seeing how we're handling things, just like with COVID. COVID happened here and man, yeah, it, it, it rocked everybody. It rocked our world. Uh, totally unpredicted, unexpected. But I saw people start to fall because they, they were people that said they had faith. They were people that said they had confidence. They said they were people that, that, were, that were fearless and that were strong and was, was, was solid. But man, I start to see people crumble and I, saw, and I start to see people give up. And I saw people doubting and questioning me and I didn't see the leadership. And I know if I didn't see it, the people that work for them or follow them, they didn't see it. And I, and I saw parents breaking down in front of the kids and the parents get anxiety and the kids started getting anxiety and they didn't know where to turn because the parents were so down and the parents were so beaten, beaten and trampled down that they didn't know where to turn. And you watch people start to turn to 
out um, external things like yep. drugs or alcohol or whatever just to get me through. And yep. and and it, it's again, what are we what are we what are we leaning on? What are what are we reaching for? You know, but these people again, you start to reach for the pills. You couldn't sleep, so you had to, 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 to ramp up the pills, ramp up the alcohol, something to try to bring calmness or peace to you. So I, I think you're saying this, and I just want to be sure that we're clear, but you're saying, what are you leaning on? That goes back to the values. And that's right. the, that's, I think that's what you're saying, because that's what we said about the seeking and the purpose. That all is relying back on, let me see if I can put it right correctly, the identity, the values, and uh, the principles, that all part Number one, you said about seeking instead of searching to be able to find your purpose. And then number two is you're saying showing up consistently, and that's the inner strength, with it, which again, if I'm, if I'm understanding you correctly, it comes back to your identity, your values, and your principles. Is that correct? Right. Is that what you're saying? That's right. That's right, because you had to build that because that's, your, that's yep. your foundation. It's just like, you know, if you're going to build a house, you're going to build that house out of, out, out of blocks, or you're going to build that out of, out of hay and sticks. Yep. If the hay and sticks are going to be there, once that storm or that hurricane comes, that's it. That place is going to fall. It's going to go down. It's going to crumble. It's going to collapse. You yep. know, and that's why you have to have a strong foundation built, you know, and what is it built on? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Can I open this conversation too in the consistency? Cause I see this a lot. I see where, especially leaders in businesses, maybe even in the homes and families, dads, moms, their word is different than their deed. Oh, you're so right on that. When you're talking about consistency, we have to kind of open this can of worms here and look at this because I have to raise my hand occasionally. I, I've been guilty of that too. I, I just got to admit it. <laughs> it. It can be flexible sometimes, right? Yep. You know, yep. Given the situation, it can be flexible. Yep. Yep. So I, I think we need to at least open that, acknowledge that it exists in the fact that consistency, how do we make sure that our actions are lining up with our, our words? and the things that we say and what we're teaching. And I, I know there's times when I've taught my kids and said things and they look right back at me in the eye and say, well, you don't do that. Like, oh, <laughs> oh. That's the habits, Tim. This is where it is. It's about the habits. You know, you know the one thing is you, it, it could be simple things to how we put things back, you know, to what time we wake up, you know, to, to what time we go to bed. These are just the habits that we build you know, healthy habits. And that's, that's what we're working, working more on. You know, my, my whole foundation, one is, you know, it's gonna be built on, on health. So again, I gotta have he uh, healthy eating habits, you know, going to bed at the proper time, those type of habits. You know, uh, you know my, my work, because again, a lot of us, uh, a lot of us professionally is defined by our work ethic, you know, and, and there's, there's the consistency in my work ethic. It doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't deteriorate. It doesn't go up and down. It's a consistent work ethic day in, day out. You know, I, how I, it's how I show up. And, and yeah. what I see is in this consistency is what your uh, people that's following you, say for the people that work for you, they see if you're inconsistent, man. They do. And just like you said, they see it, your kids see it. And it's again, do you do what you say you're going to do the way you said you're going to do it? That comes down to it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm going to step on some toes, but I think that we need to, because I think it needs to be called out. Because again, you're saying that there's a lack of leadership in the world today, but I, I'm definitely going to step on some toes. So here, here it goes. I know for me, we teach our kids honesty. Yes. 
We teach them the fact that they are not supposed to lie. They're not supposed to steal. They're not supposed to be taking advantage of other people, right? So then I go through a counter. I go through the line at a, let's say the, the food store, the Walmart, whatever, wherever you go to get something. And the cashier is ringing some stuff up and you realize you got five bags of feed, but she only charges you for one bag of feed. <laughs> so the question now, you sit there and you pay the $10 for the one, the one bag when you know that it's $10 per bag times five, that's 50 bucks. Kids right in the back there, never going to say a word, but watching you, what are you going to do? Are you going to let that $10 go right through? Or are you going to call it out and say, no, look, you got to charge me all five bags. That's, you, you know what you're hit, you're hitting right. You're hitting spot on because um, you know, you, let's think about what kids remember. Kids remember the bad things before they remember the good things. <laughs> it's just what it is. You know, you could teach them a hundred things, but they will remember when you were in that situation, what did you do? How did you handle that situation? Did you do the right thing? You know, and they, and they will bring that up to you. I, you know, it's so funny that I grew, I grew up and I did see, see wrong. I saw, I saw good in, you know, in, in my mother, because my mother was basically, you know, my only parent. I had a stepfather, but my mother was, she was doing the parent because my, my father had left when I was, I was two years old. And so that was my sole parent. And so, yeah, you're right. I remember the things that when she was put into situations, what did she do when she was, when it presented itself? Did she do the right thing? You know, did she do, did she do the wrong thing? And these are things that stick with you. It really does. And, but you have a choice. We all have a choice once we get older. You know, we either going to change that narrative or we're going to continue with that narrative. You know, like everyone, everyone's more, more now in this, I'm seeing a lot of, um, I'm seeing people not being as accountable, you know, especially right. people that go through therapy and go into these things. Everyone's looking for a finger to point and, mm -hmm. and, and to blame, you know, of course there's people that some bad things have happened, tragedies and, and things that um, are, 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 are really hurtful and bad, but it's up to us to how we actually deal with those things that happened. You know, it's for us to decide, you know, how we're gonna live the next, the next 10, the next 20 years. Are we gonna live it the same way? Are we, are we gonna keep, you know, letting that be something inside of us that holds us back? Because we look at this whole thing with um, racism that happened and we got this Black Lives Matter and everything. You know what, hey, listen, I've had doors closed in my face as a business owner by being black, I have, but, I'm never going to let that stop me. And I'm not, never going to be at the point where I think that is something that's going to affect me as a leader. You know, I'm going to embrace every human being. I'm going to give everybody the opportunity and their chance. It's up to you how jaded you become from the situation. Because sometimes people see these things and they want to blame um, if, they, if they're going to be unfaithful. You know, well, I saw my parents like that. You know, okay, I'm an alcoholic because my parents did it. I do yep. drugs because of this. No, you're doing that because you want to do it. Let's be real. You're doing it because you want to do it. You have a choice. You know, you're either, you're either, you're either going to do 100% the opposite of it, or you're going to do the same thing. Just like, like this is a thing that they say. If you grow up in a household where the man hit, hit the woman. Now, my mother was hit by my stepfather. You know, hit. There was uh, abuse, uh, physical abuse. I don't abuse no women. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't take into any of that, but there are men that will go and do the same thing, but they use that as, as a crutch, you know, or excuse. Yeah. yeah. I would even add to the fact that they aren't real men. They haven't grown up. They're still boys in men's bodies. That's right. That's because right. They, they haven't learned how to be a real man. That's not a real man. A man that's no, abusing somebody like that, or a man that's a racist, they're still, 
little kids running around in grown up bodies. I, I, that's right. That's just my, I just call that out. I, Cause I, I think that's truly what's happened is they've not been taught how to lead. They've not been taught how to be a man. They've not been taught the right way to act the ethics and everything else that goes along with it. So I, that's truly what I think. I, I, just, that's right. I just think that's right there. Um, and, and I'll, I'll give you some credit too in the aspect you sound, I, I just finished reading Booker T. Washington's up from slavery, his whole biography. You sound a lot like him. And some of the things that you were saying, I was like, man, he, that sounds like that could be Booker T. Washington saying that. I was like, man, yeah. that's a huge, that's a huge honor to ever hear something, man. He's, he's just, just at the apex uh, in, in, in my mind and where I've seen people in leadership. So love it, man. I yeah, love yeah. It. I mean, just a, a, unbelievable what he did in the face of obvious, there was obvious racism. And yes. what he did to build that college and to grow it and become as, I mean, he's touched and impacted probably hundreds of thousands of lives all because yes. of his attitude and same attitude that I see in you. Same thing that you just said, the same attitude shows up. And I, I, I honor that. I respect that. And I, I love Thank that you, about sir. you. you. You know, and you know, it just comes down to when we look at something like that, it's just being unstoppable. And that's, that's something I've always lived about is just being, being unstoppable. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be things thrown in your way in your path. But I mean, you have to determine if you're going to be stopped by these things, you know, right. you know, you're, you're not going to have this clear path where it's going to be easy. And some, some of us are looking for easy, you know, we're looking for, for the routes that's going to be the least, uh, least resistance or challenging, but I'm here to stay, man. You know, it is what it is. And I'm going to be unstoppable regardless. I'm not going to let those things, you know, keep me down or just going to circulate in my mind. You know, it's like, I got to, I got to, I hear it, but I move past it, you know, and I'm yeah. looking, I'm looking for the good and the positive in everybody and every experience that I go through. Oh man. Great, great stuff. I'm sure we could probably talk for two hours here on all this stuff, <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but an effort to keep it kind of within a certain time limit, um, Man, I don't even know, because each one of these points that you brought up, whether it was seeking the purpose, the consistency, accountability, making sure you're balanced because you're talking about health and work, inner strength, oh my goodness, identity, where do I stop? <laughs> Which one yeah, of those? a lot out there. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, the, 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 whole, the whole purpose of the, the podcast is we want to try to make it as simple as possible, so that way it can be applied. So when we take all of these concepts and we think about principles and foundations and purposes, what can we do to simplify this for our audience so that they can have something to take away? What would be a one, two, three type step or what is the one thing that you would want to share and say, do this and this will start you on the path to becoming a real leader? The first thing I would definitely say is, is be consistent because being consistent, you need to be intentional. You know, so that's what I always focus on with anybody that I, I, I meet, anyone that I'm around, anybody I bring in my close circle is a person that is consistent. They're consistent in their values. They're consistent in how, how they run their business. They're consistent in the way they are with their family. They constantly, you know, uh, live the same words that they speak. And listen, people change in different situations. They're one way around certain people. They're different around others. I look for people that's the same regardless of the situation of people, places, you know, that's what I look for is consistency. And I think that's what we all need to strive for is to be consistent in who we are and what we're about and what we represent. Man, and I love that. And if I'm allowed to, I'd tie that back into your purpose and tie it back into the seeking. If you use consistency as that North Star, 
It yes. gives you a lifelong pursuit because as much as I like to say I'm consistent, I catch myself. And I find like, oh, there's a flaw or, oh, there's a blind spot or, oh, there's something there. So consistency, that's a great, great word, man. And, I, and, that, and that keeps us on the right path. I, I got to go to myself and ask myself, am I being consistent? Yep. You know, and I, I think that's a great gauge for anybody that's looking to be a leader, you know, entrepreneur, you know, father, mother, consistent, you know, consistent in our intentions. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So is there anything else that's burning on your heart? You're like, man, I just got to say this, Tim, just give me a chance. Just give me a chance. What would that one thing be if there is something? I, I think uh, this one that sticks with me is about being professional. Professional, I think, is starting to to not be what professional used to be, man. It's just not, you know, I call someone to come over to fix something or I call someone to, to um, actually give me an estimate. They don't show up. They don't call you back. You know, if they come do the work, they come there, they come there and do a half, they do a half behind job, you know, and people are just not um, accountable the way they need to be. I think nowadays, you know, you see, and, and I shouldn't say nowadays, I don't want to sound like that old guy. I'm 50 now. And I'm like, <laughs> nowadays. Yeah, going to say, okay, know, boomer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nowadays, you know, I mean, you still always had these characters, you know, that just, yeah. again, were not professional. But if you're going to get into business and, and, you're, and, you're, and you're saying you're passionate about, you know, your business and you want your business to be the best, you got to be professional, man. And your people got to see you. If they work for you, see you being a professional. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to be somewhere, be there on time. If, you, if you're going to actually um, say that you're going to fix something, fix it. You know, you got, someone's got a problem with what you did. They're not happy. You know, fix it when you said you're going to fix it. You know, yeah. don't have the people calling you and saying, hey, Jim, what happened, man? You know, we were waiting for you to come by. You never showed up. But this is becoming the norm. You know, people are okay with it because you know what they're doing? They're okay with saying, hey, you know, it was a bad day. Everybody's, you know, is quick to, to blow it off as a bad day or, you know what, my bad. My bad? What do you mean my bad? <laughs> <laughs> You've just touched on a real pet peeve of mine. So, I, 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 man, we could go another hour just on this pet peeve because I agree, man. I totally agree. <laughs> but but this, this, is, this is what we're getting comfortable with, you know? You know, and, you know, it's beginning to be the norm. Yep. Well, and I think it comes down to what you said and in, in tying it back into consistency and your word and your deed, they have to match. If you're going to say you want to be yes. a business owner, you have to act like a business owner. You have to follow through. You've got to be respectful and the whole, all of those other pieces and parts. So, man, just incredible stuff. All right. So one more question. If you were to recommend one book on leadership, what would that one book be? There's some good ones out there. I mean, All right, I'll give I mean, you two. I, if you really push I, I, me, I'll I, give you I, two. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's some good ones out there because, I mean, when I think about people that have done some great work in leadership, of course, you think of, you know, John Maxwell. I think of John Wooden, who was a coach of uh, UCLA. And then I think about Stephen Covey. And mm. then again, Tony Dungy here. But the greatest book of all time, leadership, the Bible. The yeah. Bible, because you know what? There was no leader like Jesus. There was no leader like that. And I just think about, you know, the leaders that were in there like Moses and Daniel and Peter and Paul. I mean, it's just so many different principles in there and so many ways that these guys had to overcome their struggle. And I think about the one thing where Peter, Peter, Peter said, he says, great leaders, they have to suffer. 
They have to suffer. Every great leader has to suffer. So, you know, the Bible is full of it. That's the best, that is the best place to go. The one I keep close to me is, um, it's actually the Bible, but John Maxwell actually did a version of it in leadership. So he pulled all the key components from the Bible and he highlighted what the, what the leadership lesson was. And so there we can take those things and we can apply them to our Do you know the name of that one? Let's, let's get that one. I actually, that's the first time I heard of that one. So I, I really uh, want to look that one up. Yeah, it's John Maxwell's uh, The Leadership Bible. I'm going to take a look at that one. Uh, it, it's, it's great. It's, all, it's a whole bunch of gold in there, I'm telling you. Yeah. So let, let me share just one of my favorite leadership stories ever from the Bible. And it's second, or no, sorry, it's First Chronicles chapter 28. It's when David passes the mantle of the leadership from himself to Solomon. The whole chapter is him charging his son, passing that mantle, saying, now it is your turn to step up into that leadership. And I think it ties in perfectly with our whole conversation that we've had today about showing up, being a leader, because at some point in time in the future, you're going to have to pass that mantle. And First Chronicles 28 that's exactly what David did is he took that mantle and he passed it right over to Solomon. So if you have a chance, read it, study it, break it down. Man, right this, on. Man, it was, it was an incredible section. I just like, this is awesome. <laughs> I, I, and I, and I, and I, and you know what? I hear what you're saying about when you got to pass it on because that's what it is. You know, <laughs> we're, we're, we're giving this thing away as well. I mean, yep. even inside my company, that's why, why I knew we had to be, a breeding ground, a breeding ground for leaders and in, in creating more leaders in it. So that's why we have a lot of leadership programs because we need more leaders and we got to pass it down. Yep. You can't just yep. hold it and keep it to yourself. Awesome. Yeah, so true, man. So true. Well, man, Alonzo, I am very thankful, very grateful. You took and carved out the time from your day to be able to be with us. Um, man, I, it's truly an honor. I, and I love speaking with you. Hopefully we'll be able to spend some more time face to face here after we get past we this will. COVID stuff. And <laughs> we can get that. But, um, but man, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, again, truly, truly an honor to be with you. Thank you for having me. It was an honor to be here. And I hope that this can be uh, some useful information to people out there that's really trying to get their hands and grasp on leadership. Yeah, absolutely. So until we talk next time, guys, stay strong, continue to grow in your leadership. And we'll talk next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.